0: Hey there, it's Mr. Damon. How was your day today? Take a second and think about it. Now, maybe your teacher gave you homework that you didn't expect, or maybe you lost the sport event, soccer game, football game, tennis match, golf match, bicycle race, horse race, dog race, I don't know. But whatever competition you're in, maybe you lost instead of won, and that's never fun. But no matter what happened to you today, it probably wasn't as bad as the day that Paul had in our story tonight. Now, before we jump into it, take a second and ask your mom or dad, grandma, grandpa, auntie, uncle, whoever it is that you live with, if they want to come and join you for tonight's bedtime story. Go ahead and ask them. I'll wait. Okay. Ready? Okay. Now, I have a question for you. Have you ever, ever, ever been in a situation that felt like the end of the world? Like it was the absolute worst thing that could possibly happen to you? Maybe you did something embarrassing at school, or maybe you didn't get the one birthday gift that you wanted. Or maybe you broke a bone. You ever done that before? Or how about this one? Maybe a friend that you thought was a friend started treating you bad for no reason. Or maybe you didn't get to go to your friend's house like you wanted to. Or maybe you were like me and slipped and fell into a giant pile of dog poop on Christmas Eve. True story, by the way. I actually did that as a kid. I fell into a giant pile of poop on Christmas Eve. Bad news, guys. When bad things happen, it's easy to feel like our world's ending, isn't it? And that Jesus is nowhere to be found. But the truth is, Jesus is with us in every single moment. The good ones, the happy ones, and the tough ones and the sad ones. In our story tonight, from the book of Acts, we find our friend Paul traveling to a new town with his buddy Silas. And these two friends are going to this city to do what they love doing best, to tell people about Jesus and his love for them. That's a good thing, right? Absolutely. Now, what's not so good is that the religious leaders in that town caught wind of what Paul and Silas were about to do, and they were not happy. These are the same leaders who crucified Jesus and originally sent Paul out to destroy the church. So you can imagine they didn't like it very much when Jesus changed Paul's heart and took out all the hate, filled it with love, and then he went from killing Jesus' followers to becoming one himself. So when the religious leaders heard that Paul and Silas were in town telling people about Jesus' love for humanity... They sent the police out to arrest them. And the police beat up Paul and Silas. They punched them, They kicked him. They put them in handcuffs. And then they locked them in a deep, dark, nasty underground jail called a dungeon. Bum, bum, bah. Well, the religious leaders thought they had ruined Paul and Silas's day. But boy. Were they wrong? Paul and Silas were chained up in the bottom of that dark, nasty dungeon. This situation would have made most people cry. But instead of thinking that it was the end of the world, like the religious religious leaders wanted them to, Paul and Silas started singing. What? Yeah! From the darkness! Covered in mud, bruises, cuts with bloody lips, Paul and Silas started to talk to Jesus and sing worship songs to him. Why? Why would they do that? Because even though they were experiencing tough circumstances, they were joyful because they knew Jesus was right there with them in that dungeon. Being aware that Jesus was with them changed the way that they felt about what was happening to them. Instead of feeling afraid or angry, they felt thankful. Well, as you can imagine, the other prisoners that were in the jail couldn't believe their ears as they listened to Paul and Silas worship. Who were these two guys singing in jail? Then, If that wasn't crazy enough, something even wilder happened. Because suddenly, the ground in the dungeon began to shake. Dust began to stream down from the ceiling. The metal jail doors began to clang on their hinges. And an ear-splitting roar filled the jail. It was a huge earthquake. And the jail shook so violently, it felt like the whole thing was about to break apart. But instead of collapsing on all the prisoners, all of the prison doors flew open and the prisoners watched as the handcuffs fell off of their wrists and their ankles. It was as if some invisible person unlocked all of the chains at the same time. Now, when the man in charge of the jail felt the earthquake, he grabbed his sword, lit a torch, and ran down the worn stone steps into the dark dungeon. And when he saw the jail doors open, his face turned pale and white. All of the prisoners have escaped, he thought. And then, out of the darkness, came a voice. No, we haven't. It's okay. We're still here. It was Paul. The jailer was so amazed that nobody had run away. He ran down to the end of the dungeon and fell down on his knees in front of Paul and Silas and said, Now I know that the Jesus you worship is real, and I want to know him just like you do. Tell me, what do I need to do in order to be good enough to become best friends with him? And Paul looked at him and smiled and said, You don't have to do anything. Just believe in Jesus and you will be rescued from sin and become best friends with him just like we have. And then Paul and Silas explained to the jailer that Jesus loved him and died for him and that he didn't have to do anything to try and impress God. And that night, the jailer and his whole family put their trust in faith in Jesus and became Jesus' followers themselves. Paul and Silas baptized their entire family in water. And the jailer cleaned the blood out of Paul and Silas' cuts. He took them into his own home and gave them a meal and treated them well. He was so happy that he and his family were now best friends with Jesus. Paul and Silas knew, no matter how bad their circumstances seemed, Jesus was right there with them. And if Jesus was with them, then we can know he is with us in tough circumstances and that he is going to work things out for good. So tomorrow, if something happens that you don't like, stop and remember, ask Jesus for help, and remember that he's with you. He cares about the littlest things in your life, and if you're feeling sad, he cares about that. If you're feeling angry, he cares about that and wants to remind you that he's right there with you, just like he was with Paul and Silas. Let's do this. Let's talk to Jesus together, shall we? Why don't you say this after me? Say, Jesus, thank you that no matter what happens, whether it's good or bad, you are right there with me. Jesus, will you help me remember to ask for help from you when things don't go my way. And help me to remember that you promise to turn bad things into good ones just like you did for Paul and Silas, amen, amen. I'm so proud of you you are the absolute best. Have a wonderful night's sleep and sweet dreams.